testify before Congress about workplace misconduct allegations. I'm Mitchell Miller, today on The Hill. A closer look at the competition to be Montgomery County's top prosecutor. I'm John Aaron. D.C.'s health director on why she's leaving her role after nearly eight years. I'm Megan Cloherty. 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the assassination of former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe is shocking and profoundly disturbing. Abe was shot and killed while delivering a campaign speech. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer has the details. His security detail immediately tackled the gunman, but it was too late. Abe lay in the road with obvious gunshot wounds to the chest. The suspect has been identified by the police. He's a 41-year-old former military man and a local person who has told police he wanted to kill Abe, that he had a grudge against him. CBS reporter Lucy Kraft in Tokyo on Abe's security situation. Part of the reason that Abe's security detail was not guarding him very carefully in the manner that you would see in other countries because these kinds of crimes are, are just so utterly rare here. Abe was 67 and the longest serving prime minister in Japan's history. He stepped down in 2020. A key figure in the Trump White House testifies before the January 6th committee today. It'll be a closed door deposition between this committee and Pat Cipollone, the former Trump White House counsel. But there will be a videotape recording, CBS News has learned, raising the prospect. We'll see an excerpt at next week's January 6th committee hearing. CBS's Scott McFarland. A federal judge in Minnesota has sentenced former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin to 21 years in prison for violating George Floyd's civil rights. Chauvin was convicted for pinning George Floyd by the neck using his knee. Floyd's brother, Philonis Floyd. Chauvin showed that he had no conscience. He showed no empathy. He showed no compassion. I just don't understand in this world why. Chauvin's civil sentence will be served concurrently with his federal sentence of 20 to 25 years. Russian President Vladimir Putin has delivered a warning to Ukraine. Here's CBS's Matt Piper. Vladimir Putin is warning Ukraine of dire consequences if it refuses to accept its ceasefire terms. The invasion began February 24th, but the Russian president says his country has yet to begin fighting in earnest. Putin accused the West of pressuring Kyiv to resist in the face of an overwhelming military force. With unemployment already low, the Labor Department's June jobs report is out later this morning and is expected to show modest growth. Clearly, in 2022, the second half of the year is going to see slower job creation than in the first half of the year. But job openings remain robust. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. 703, 72 degrees. Chance of rain throughout the day. We're going to have highs in the upper 80s. Good morning, I'm Nick Einelli. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following this hour. 
A man has been shot and killed inside a home in Fairfax County after someone called 911 about a person in crisis. Fairfax County police and a mental health clinician arrived at the home in McLean. They couldn't find the man, so were driving in the neighborhood looking for him when a second call came in. Three officers were standing in the foyer, according to Major Eli Corey. The man charged at our three officers with something in his hand. Two of our officers deployed their electronic control weapon multiple times, and the third officer deployed his service weapon, striking the man, and he collapsed. Chief Kevin Davis says investigators will determine what the man was holding. Body camera footage will be released within 30 days. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. This marks the third police-involved shooting in Fairfax County in a week. On Tuesday, Herndon police shot and injured a man who they say had a weapon. And last week, Fairfax County police shot and killed a man in the parking lot of Springfield Town Center. They say he had a gun and refused to drop it. Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder is now saying he wants to appear before a House committee investigating reports of misconduct at the team under his leadership. WTOP's Mitchell Miller has more now today on the Hill. A letter from his lawyer states that Snyder is willing to cooperate with the House Oversight Committee, which issued him a subpoena last month. The panel has been investigating what it's called the team's toxic workplace over the years, which has included allegations of sexual harassment from former cheerleaders and women who worked for the organization. The committee originally wanted Snyder to appear before lawmakers along with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, who did testify last month. Snyder's legal team says he will be in Israel for an event to pay homage to his mother who died a year ago, but says he could testify virtually at the end of the month. The committee says it's reviewing the correspondence and is still committed to getting Snyder's testimony. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Campaign 2022 coverage on WTOP. Fewer people are taking advantage of early in-person voting in Maryland ahead of the July 19th primary. About 20,000 voted in Maryland yesterday on the first day of early voting. That's compared to 31,000 who voted on the first day of early voting four years ago. There was no pandemic then, of course. A lot more Marylanders are voting by mail now. Four years ago, Maryland mailed out 40,000 ballots, but this time, about 500,000 ballots have been requested by voters by mail. If you want to wait to vote on the day of the primary, mark your calendar for July 19th. Voters in Montgomery County are deciding who they want to be the Democratic Party's nominee for state's attorney. Incumbent John McCarthy is up for re-election. He says he's reduced crime and the jail population during his time as state's attorney. But one challenger, former Montgomery County Assistant State's Attorney Tom Dagonia, says violent crime is on the rise and there's no coherent plan to address surging gun crime. Former Assistant State's Attorney in Anne Arundel County, Bernice Miraku North, is running on a promise to hold prosecutors and police accountable to the public and to develop what she calls appropriate alternatives to incarceration. Perry Paler, a deputy state's attorney in Prince George's County, vows to take on ghost guns and touts his record overseeing a large budget and caseload in that county. John Aaron, WTOP News. No Republicans are running for state's attorney in heavily Democratic Montgomery County. You can read more about the candidates at WTOP.com. Search candidates. Abortion rights protesters have a rally planned for D.C. tomorrow, and many of them say they don't mind if they're going to be arrested. That story coming up next. From the cranes in the D.C. skyline to the heavy equipment that builds your roads and bridges, that's us, the International Union of Operating Engineers, IUOE Local 77. 
77. For over 120 years, IUOE Local 77 has built the DMV's most important buildings, bridges, and roads. The most skilled and well-trained equipment operators are the men and women of IUOE Local 77. Learn more about who we are and the work we do at IUOELocal77.org. What if a different bank could make your company better? Turn to Burke and Herbert Bank and work with local commercial banking experts who really get your business. More than just bankers, we're trusted partners here to help you make better financial decisions. I'm David Boyle, President and CEO of Burke and Herbert Bank. Whether you're